Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord, we thank you for allowing us in your presence this evening. Lord, I'd like to speak tonight about something extremely important. This is about the law of faith. <clears throat> Everybody that you talk to about the words, it seems, they often come up with the point of saying that the, um, you know, if you tell them about the words, it's like we're trying to put them back under the law, which is absolutely the opposite. The problem that we have at this time is we don't, be- we don't understand the law of faith. Paul talks about the law of faith in Romans 3.27. He says, where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law? Of works? No. But by the law of faith, therefore, in verse 28, he says, therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the law, excuse me, apart from the deeds of the law, or is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Since there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised by faith, do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. People don't see the tie-in between the the Old Testament law and the New Testament law. The New Testament law, by faith, explains the Old Testament law, and you'll be able to understand it thoroughly. The problem is, we believe that we are saved by the blood of Jesus, which is true, but also falsely understood. Let me put that clearly. We have to understand that if we don't understand the way of the righteousness of God and what Jesus did with the blood, then we are not saved as we think we are. We have been, God has forgiven the people because they didn't understand. It was not taught. But there is no excuse from the time that the words were opened in 2003 until now that the church goes on believing that it's saved by the blood and doesn't want to hear about the truth of the blood, as Paul explains it in Romans 3. We don't want to hear it. Let me read Romans three twenty-one to 26, and I'll explain this. It says, But now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed, being witness to the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, through faith in Jesus Christ, to all and on all, who believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as appropriation by his blood through faith. By his blood through faith. If we don't have his blood through faith to demonstrate, it goes on, and then we'll understand we don't have we're not, we're not saved like we believe we are. Read that again. Whom God set forth as appropriation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness. Because in his forbearance, 
God had passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Have faith in Jesus. Now, yeah, we say, oh, we believe Jesus died on the cross for, and gave his blood for us to wash our sins away. But we have been so lukewarm and so complacent that we believe that that's it. And we're not listening to what Paul is saying or what the Lord, the Father God is saying. You see, what the problem of it is, is faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The inheritance of the kingdom is the, is the words of God, the right and authority to speak these words that give us the knowledge of the good works. First off, you receive the Spirit and He makes known His words to you so you understand the knowledge of His words. And then you go forth and speak and do them so that you enable the good works that brings the glory of God upon the earth. But when we just say that we believe in the blood washes us clean, you're not listening to Jesus because in Jesus says in John fifteen three, it's the words that I've spoken to you that washes you clean. Jesus tells us in John seventeen seventeen to nineteen, and I'm going to try to pull that up here for you. I don't have it open in front of me and for my scriptures here, but what he's telling us there is that we are to be set apart from the world by what? By the truth, which is the word of God. Jesus is telling us that it's the word of God that sets us free. Here it is, John seventeen sixteen to 19. He's talking about they, the disciples, because he says, here, here's what, let's go back and read this a little bit more. Let's go back to 15. I do not pray that you should take them, the disciples, out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. In other words, set them apart from the world within the world. In other words, they're going to be in the world. But they are to be set apart from the world. In other words, walk differently than those of the world. With different words, with different knowledge, with different wisdom, with different understanding. He says, they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. Because how did he come into the world? He came into the world to bear witness to the words of God. And after the cross, when Jesus came back to them, he opened the words to them in Luke 24. 24, Luke 24, verses 44 to 45. He said, these are the words I spoke to you. And then he was able to cause them to understand the scriptures. But first, before he did that, he breathed on them the Holy Spirit. Because the spirit of truth must come into us. When it comes into us, then it makes known its words. If he's just helping us, being around us. But, he, you know, the spirit of God is holy. It cannot enter those who are of the world. John fourteen fifteen to 17 tells us that. We, it cannot enter those of the world. If we're walking in the way of the world, it cannot enter us. It can be beside us, and that's what people are hearing right now. Spirit of truth is not in them. They believe it is. It's given to them to be in them. The words are in them, but they have to enable it. They have to become fishers of men, pouring out and so showing the people that they have to be set apart by truth. Now, this is exactly what Jesus goes on to say in John 17. 17. He says, sanctify them. In other words, set them apart from the world by your truth. Your word is truth. And what did we get faith by? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jesus tells us in Revelation 19, 11 to 13, that the name that no one understands, that no one knows, is the word of God. We, we talk all these names that we call Jesus, Abba, Father, all these other names. 
Jehovah Nishri. All these words that we use, the names, they're all wonderful. But there's one name that's above all. It's the one that at this time sets you apart from the world and keeps you safe in the day of judgment. Because we are going to be judged by his words that he came into the world to bear witness to. John 12:48 tells us that. John 5:24 tells us that if we will believe in the voice of the Lord and if we will believe in the promises of the good works of the Father, we will pass through these judgments. But not only that. First and foremost, we'll have eternal life, which means we've received the inheritance of the kingdom of God within us, which means we have the right to call upon his words. You cannot do that if you're of the world. Second Corinthians 12, 1-4, Paul says that uh, the words of the pure words that he heard in heaven are not allowed by those of the world to utter. Jesus is saying the same thing here in John seventeen seventeen. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. And as for their sakes, I sanctified myself, set myself apart from the world, that they also may be sanctified by the truth. The words of God is truth. He says they're the words of God. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is that truth. This is what he's trying to tell us. Now, going back to Paul, he's telling us this same story. You know, if we are not sanctified by faith, which is sanctified by truth, which is the words of God, if, we are, if we're not receiving the knowledge of the words of God, we're rejecting the knowledge. And the Lord tells us in Hosea 4, 6 that we're going to be rejected by him as being a priest before him. Because a priest in the kingdom of God speaks the holy words of God. If we will not receive those words as holy, by which God made all creation, by which he sustains creation, by which he does all things. It tells us in Ecclesiastes 12.11 that the, the words of the one shepherd are like goads. They prod us. They direct us along our path. Psalms 119.105, he says his words are a light to our path. Psalms 119.130 says the entrance of his words gives light. And at this day, it gives understanding to the simple. And at this day in Daniel twelve two and three, we are, you know, we are called to receive the light that causes us to shine, so that we will shine like the firmament, some like the stars forever. This is important for us. The stars pour out good works for others. It's always pouring out the good works that God prepared for us to do for others to give glory to the kingdom. The firmament is the, is the judge. It is the teacher of the words. Some will be teachers of the word. The greatest thing, God says, they'll become like pillars. They will not have to go out. People will come to them to be taught the knowledge of the words. Not to judge as we do it. The words judge the people themselves. In God's kingdom, all people are judged by the words of God, not by you. You know, when you speak and do the way of the words for them, they reject the words. Then that's one thing. But you better have done it with a heart of righteousness, loving your, your fellow man and making it known to them. Because the words judge your heart and the intent of your heart, Hebrews 4.12. If it's for selfish reasons, for selfish desire, your own entitlement that you believe you have, then that's wrong. It's not going to get you anywhere. But if you have a heart for righteousness because God said he desires all men to come and be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. Knowledge of truth sanctifies you. Knowledge of truth gives you faith because faith is built upon hearing the words of God and understanding these words unlock his promises. It's like at this time, people are calling for, there's a, 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 
a police chief in Florida that just said, arm yourself, arm yourself. God tells you that we're in the Sabbath day of the Lord. In other words, we're in the seven years Sabbath of the morning of the day of the Lord. Do not take up weapons. Do not go against your fellow man, but trust and walk in the way of the words. And the word of God will go before you and destroy all your enemies. You know, we, we talk about we want long life. Or we believe that, oh, if we do this, uh, these herbs, these things, we're going to get longer life. The truth of the matter is, all oh, those are wonderful and those are doing the way of the words. But when you do the way of the words and receive the words, God will keep you to grow you. He tells you in Deuteronomy eleven eighteen to 21, everybody wants a secret to long life. But right there, it tells you what the secret to long life. Teach the words of God every day in your household and make his words as frontlet to your eyes. You will be given long life and so will your children. Because that spirit that comes from you for teaching others will be uh, like you're being a fisherman to your children. You're bringing those words that God in Isaiah fifty-one sixteen put in them on the first day of creation. And when he separated the light and the darkness, he will do that for your children from the beginning. It's, that's what he's calling water baptism is bringing you to that point back where God separates the darkness out of you and, and separates the light from the darkness and guides your path from then on. And then he puts everything in place, the firmament and so forth, so that we can be guided and ruled over and judged by the words. And God's desire for us that all men should be flourished, that all men should bring glory to the Lord. That's the law of faith. The law of faith is hearing his words and doing them. If you're not hearing his words, you don't have faith. You have little faith. You don't have the great faith that's going to get you through these time of judgments. If the people who are now casting out demons, now prophesying, now healing in his name, read Matthew seven twenty one to 23, they will see that in the time of judgment that's about on us, because we're in the morning of the day of the Lord, when you must hear his words or be set apart with the wicked, and to be punished. What he's saying in Matthew seven twenty one to 23, he says, depart from me, your work is a lawlessness. Because why? Psalms one nineteen one forty two tells you that his truth is law. Psalms one nineteen one sixty says that his, his words, the entirety of his words is truth. It's God's words that Jesus came into the world to bear witness to that's explained throughout the Bible that is the law of faith. And that law of faith brings glory to God and passes you through these judgments and through these troubles. And you don't need weapons. You don't listen to these politicians. We're not even supposed to be following the leaders of the world at this time, according to Revelation 18, 1 to 4, because the light has shone in the world. That means that the, the words of God have entered the world as a judgment. Hebrews ten twenty four to 31 tells us that in this day we're just gathered together and stir up love and good works, not take vengeance, not go to war, not do any of these things, not take up weapons, not carry handguns, any of those things. We are to leave it and trust in God and focus on the kingdom. If we focus on the things of the world, we're going to be of the world. We've got to focus on the kingdom and he will guide you through this and he will bring you to the time. And God knows everything that's going on. There's nothing that escapes him. He knows the intent of the heart. He knows what you're allowing to be done to you. He knows all those things. We need to come out from all that, focus on the righteousness of God, because that's what he's doing at this time. He's bringing forth his kingdom because he says he's rising as the son of righteousness, meaning he wants to bring the light of righteousness into the world, not war. Come out from these world leaders as he commands you to do in Revelation 18, 1-4. And remember that in the morning of the day, Lord, the Lord has dominion over all kings and all forth. He has the only right of dominion on the earth. No president, no queen, no royal harm, nobody. The, 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 the sheikh and the, uh, the Saudi 
king and all those, none of them have any authority on earth at this time. The Pope, all of them have lost their authority to even speak before God. And if they continue to do what they're doing, they will come to judgment. Because they're going to be judged by the words at this time that they are denying and that they will not understand and they will not hear about and they will not humble themselves before God. And therefore, he's going to take all their possessions away from them and their positions. Because he says in John 9, 4, 5, they will not work in the morning of the day of the Lord. We are in the time of the judgment. The morning separation judgment is in the morning of the day of the Lord. He manifests his word. He never changes his way. We are in the morning of the day of the Lord. Judgment is at hand. I ask you to think on these things. Lord, we pray that people will hear your word and come to the knowledge of truth for thy kingdom's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.